My name is Dr. Chanel Beebe. I am the artist curator at the Congregation Detroit. I've been doing that since November of 2021. Um, I do a lot of things, but it's my favorite thing to do. I think a lot of my life is geared around creativity, but also like making sure that other people have ways to be creative and ways to shine. Um, so I took this job here because I really wanted to see more opportunities for artists to be able to show their work. Um, I also wanted there to be an opportunity that wasn't as much pressure. So we're not a gallery, this is a coffee shop, but it has a lot of foot traffic, it's centrally located, so people still get a good amount of visibility. Um, so it's like one of my favorite things that I do. I think, um, I don't know, I can't imagine a world where I'm not curating art shows in some way. Um, so it's not surprising to me that I've been doing this for so long, because I first started curating art shows in like 2015. Um, so it's been a while. This is my first like curating the same space every month kind of gig. I'm a native Detroiter, um, which means that I know a lot of artists, but also I'm relatively picky about artwork because I've met so many artists and seen so many good art, so many good pieces of art. Um, so my process of selecting artists is really whoever I organically come in contact with. Um, because we only really have 12 shows a month, it doesn't take long for us to book up. So I don't necessarily do like calls for art here unless we're doing like a group show. Um, so usually it's really just about like who I meet or who's referred to me. Um, something about their artwork needs to make me want to look at it for a minute. Um, because in a coffee shop, you know, people aren't here for the artwork necessarily. So it needs to be something a little uh, attention grabbing, something that makes you want to come closer. Um, and yeah, I've done, I think at this spot, I've worked with probably over like 100 artists in the last couple couple years. And it takes a lot. Um, my formal training is as an engineer. So I'm a very like, list organized and chart kind of person so when I started curating here I was like all right everything needs to happen in the same two hours like the deinstall and the install needs to happen at the same time so I'm not having to come here twice a month um and also I need all this information up front so a lot of the process is getting as much done before we get here as possible so that when we get here it's really just about taking stuff down and putting stuff up making decisions about where stuff is going to go which is the most fun part um so I've been in a lot of shows and I've curated a lot of shows and that has taught me that your preparation ahead of time, how much paperwork you can have people already have done, but also how much thinking can the artist already do around like what size stuff needs to be, how stuff, you know, how stuff needs to be ready to hang and those type of things. All of that stuff I try to communicate ahead of time um, and it definitely has been an evolving process. I think when we started, the email was a little bit shorter and now it's like longer. Like now I know all the different things I need to say. Um, and now I think we're getting to the place too, where instead of it being one long email, I have a general consensus of when people need to know what because um, a lot of times it could be overwhelming to get every detail about a show that's in like six months um, so I've been practicing it um, but so in addition to being an engineer my PhD is actually in engineering education so I'm all into like how people learn and how people understand and I think artists especially a lot of times have issues finding success because a lot of the systems they have to interact with are not really made for the way that they think there's not a lot of flexibility but there's also just not a lot of clarity there's not a lot of like saying stuff multiple times in different ways and different fonts. Um, so that's something I've been able to get into within the last year, just trying to make it a little bit more like visually understandable, but also, you know, making sure I'm following up on text messages and letting in-person confirmations count, you know, just based on how people interact with stuff. And that's to me one of my like, not favorite things, but that's to me one of the most important things. Cause I don't think a lot of like gallery and showcase spaces are inclusive in that way. You know, they're made for a certain type of artist who has their stuff together together are, are you know always responds to stuff on time whereas my process is very much like 
the deadline I give you was really a week before I actually need it because I know how stuff goes, you know. Um, that could just be me, you know, playing for me because I have ADHD too. So I'm like, I know what I would need. You need to tell me a couple times and then check <laughs> and, then, and then it'll happen. So I think artists particularly, just because they, they work on a different time, they live in a different world, can be really difficult. But I am an artist, so I've, I've spent time in that world. Um, and like, that's primarily where I live in my very like creative space. Um, I think a lot of it comes with experience, you know? So I, when I think back to the first few shows I was curating, I used to do a lot of like um, poetry stuff too. And poets, artists, musicians, they're all kind of equally difficult to work with when it comes to like administrative stuff. Like that's not really what they put on this earth to deal with. Um, so I think the first couple shows it was difficult, but after a while, and I don't think it took long, I think maybe probably like my fourth show, um, I was kind of expecting it and not even in like I'm, I'm dreading it kind of way. Uh, but I think, you know, with me being an artist and with me having su such a deep respect for artists and creatives, um, it, I realized that it's natural. Like this part should be difficult, which is why I'm here. Like as much as I feel like my purpose is to be very creative, I also feel like my purpose is to connect and bridge a lot of spaces, you know? And I think there aren't a lot of people who are comfortable both like doing abstract work and live, living in chaos and also live for a good spreadsheet, you know? So I think, after a while, I was able to realize and kind of leverage the fact that, like, people don't have to be good at stuff like I'm good at stuff. People don't have to be super punctual, super diligent. Um, if anything, you know, if they were, then I wouldn't have that much to do. Um, and I also think, too, being an artist and knowing so many artists and loving so many artists and having so many artist family members, you begin to appreciate it. You know, it's like I... I it's not like I enjoy when people are late or when people don't show up, but there is a part of, like actually asking what happened, like what was going on? And when you hear that story, you're like, okay, I see why your brain decided that was more important than X, Y, and Z. So I think um, it is difficult, but it's natural and it's worth it, I think, um, because this world wouldn't be interesting if everybody was good at the same things. One important thing is just with my work at the congregation, um, just telling people to come through and support the artists. I think a lot of times people come through and they see it and they're like, oh, that's great. Um, but you can reach out to the artists, you can buy something on the walls, you can come to the reception. Usually at the reception, we have even like more affordable pieces. Um, so I think that's really key, just making sure that like people know that art appreciation is not always just showing up. Sometimes it's actually engaging. It doesn't have to be monetary, but that's why, you know, artists show their work is to connect with people and also to be able to keep making art. So I think that's the first thing. Um, other things I'm looking forward to creatively, I have my own solo show happening in August of this year um, that I'm really looking forward to. I've done some solo shows at the congregation, but this show is gonna be at a different gallery. Um, it's gonna be a little bit bigger. I'm really excited about that. I think having that in the back of my mind for the last year or so has brought a different type of creative beast out of me. Um, so I'm excited for that. So stay on the lookout for that. Um, follow my art pages, which you know, we'll link. Um, but in addition to that, I'm also, um, I'm like a social design activist. So I do a lot of stuff in the community that has to do with design of spaces or solving social problems. So I'm hoping sometime this summer I'll be doing a um, long-term project with some local Detroit youth, allowing them to use the design process to solve social problems. Um, and that is really exciting and that's like a nice blend of all the things that I do. It's using design and creativity to address what we see happening in the world. 
Um, so that's something I'm really excited about. As I get more details, I'll be posting that on my page as well. So just kind of stay tuned. I'm a good person to know, I think. Um, if it's not stuff that I'm doing, I know people do really, doing really dumb stuff. So like, so I am Dr. Chanel Beebe. I am an artist. I'm an educator. I'm a researcher, engineer, small business owner. Um, also, I'm an art curator. And I've been curating art here at the congregation for the past two years. And I'm really excited about the art we have going on this year and the stuff we have coming soon.